Unrelated. 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 not talk like that. Welcome back. Hope, yes. Uh, everybody is uh, holding it down during uh, quarantine. Coronavirus. coronavirus. During coronavirus. coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're one of those morons that's out protesting, uh, screaming about how this is the tyranny of the state, in which case I don't think you're listening to this fucking podcast anyway, let's be no, honest. Uh, you're outside and maybe dying of coronavirus at this point. or helping others to die of coronavirus yes. yeah by the way thanks yeah that's what's been going on in the world yeah and uh sadly that has not changed and on a personal level um i got shit going on <laughs> i mean i'm working <laughs> on things here and there but um you know it just it doesn't seem to be any sense of immediacy for anything at this point i don't know how about you well, i've been um i've definitely been pacing myself right i i've uh you know, when this first started, you know, being an artist, right, you have all these people that are immediately posting on Facebook, like their their movie that they just put together in their apartment right, or right. You know, concert and all this stuff that everybody's doing or they, they just wrote their novel. Right. And they did it all on there, you know, on a piece of paper. And it's a brilliant thing. And I'm like, I'm just going to take it the fuck easy, because like you said, I don't. When when are we going to get out of this? We how are we going to get out of this? Um, and this is not a this is not like a weekend. This is not like a two week kind of thing. And then we're like, oh, okay, cool. I've just been pacing myself. That said, I have been doing a lot of stuff, but like a lot of fun stuff on my own. Like I think I mentioned before, I'm doing that goofy quarantine. Um, television show oh yeah yeah, of, yeah it's pretty cool shit, right? yeah yeah i'm doing that kind of stuff and i'm having a lot of fun editing and just sort of collaborating with my two friends who i'm putting this together with um so that's kind of what i'm doing and staying away from zoom meetings and shit like that oh my god and, zoom enough with yeah, the goddamn it, zoom I, I can't i can't do it anymore um and the and then also just to just to go back to what you said about the people protesting outside i'm not going to go politics style but like yeah I will say in in the spirit of our um, of our podcast, it, it is it is amazing to see fully armed to the teeth white people walking into like state, you know, representative houses or whatever I know. armed to the fucking teeth. And screaming at whatever security guard. Oh my god! I know with a rifle, and with if that rifles. were if that were a black guy, just Dude. gunned down, just Dude. gunned down. Dude, I just had to make that comment. You to wouldn't say. even make it inside the building. Fuck it, you wouldn't even make it onto the street. Like they would, would see you, and snipers door. would take you yeah. out immediately. Yeah, yeah. There's it's, a, there's a, um, it's not. Yeah, there's a photographer that I follow. Um, I'm gonna forget his name, but he's a uh, he's he's fantastic, and he did the uh, photography for uh, Queen and Slim. She, th there's an iconic photo that was taken as like the sort of press release photo of this movie. Anyway, that guy lives in Brooklyn. That guy is a famous photographer. That guy was walking around in Brooklyn with his camera. And he got accosted by the police off the police because he had a camera in his hand. They didn't know. They were like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And they like almost chased him down. Unbelievable. I Dude, mean, this, this is the type of shit that happens that yeah. like white people that live in suburbia yeah, don't yeah. want to believe is a real thing. Yeah. I have a, I have a family member. Um, it always seems to come back to my family members. <laughs> I should just do a segment at this point, like Chris's racist family. <sighs> yeah, I've got to come up with a sound clip for that yeah. so that we can yeah. introduce that every week. Um, I'm sure my family, if they're listening, is thrilled to death. But I will leave this family member unnamed. There but they live out in like, you know, sub white suburbia. Mm -hmm. And something came up like they were watching 60 Minutes or something. And there was a whole thing about the clan or like you know neo-nazi groups and i just remember him going i didn't i didn't know that this was still a thing i didn't know that there was racism like this anymore Amazing. and i was just thinking what fucking rock have you been hiding under well i know the rock that that he was hiding under it's called mm -hmm. white suburbia it's called applebee's it's called yeah. um <laughs> tgi you know, fridays yeah tgi fridays cheesecake yeah. factory don't forget that Grief, White yep. people love them some cheesecake factory. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Chris oh, is white, and, everybody, so he can say that. 
Yeah. Exactly. By the way, did you see that thing this week? Somebody made a meme and it's so perfect. They were like, no, 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 no. It's okay. I can use the word Karen. I have white friends. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> Fucking Karens. It's just <laughs> awful. Like it's, it's so embarrassing. There's certain things that are part of, or have become part of white culture that I seriously just want to like walk up to the first person of color I see and just fucking apologize, like shake their hand. Well, not shake their hand now, but <laughs> yeah, in yeah. theory, shake their hand and just right. sort of go, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm embarrassed on our behalf. That's one of them. Like tractor pulls. <laughs> now, Monster that's, truck that's, rallies. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. That's an interesting one. Is do ask a white guy? Uh, do white people consider themselves part of a culture? No, no, oh, we, right. no, no, no. They they don't. We don't identify like that. Well, I mean, if you're paying attention, you do. But I mean, uh -huh. that's isn't that part the pro part of the problem with representation and things like black yeah. lives matter is like as soon as you're calling out that you're different and i'm saying you as in yeah. you people what do you mean you think people of you know a specific ethnic background as soon as you call right. it out suddenly everybody's aware oh my god why are you saying that this is happening why is this different uh yeah. because i have a different experience asshole like my life isn't centered around watching this is us and right. going to Cheesecake Factory on dates. I'm sorry, I'm bagging on Cheesecake Factory, but you know what? They're not going to be fucking sponsored anytime soon or no. ever. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't. I mean, we just accept this is just the way things are. And we're amazed. Like, you know, again, my family member who had no idea that this was a thing, mm -hmm. and, that racism was a thing, and people not understanding, like, LGBTQ rights, the me too movement anything mm -hmm. like that because it didn't happen to you so it didn't happen right and so like what not well i'm asking you right but i i'm not saying that you are a representative of what you just described I'm a but representative what, of white people on this show so sure, you, you the white away. guy I'm the, um, I'm the ambassador but what what is that like um and i'm trying to figure out what the analog in my life is right like what am i just so unaware of maybe being a man maybe being a heterosexual man like yeah. so i think that that would i mean that tracks right. for sure okay uh-huh so it's like i wake up and like everything is sort of designed for my needs and desires and if i don't need to think about it I, I can I can just sort of blindly walk through the world and be like, well, I don't get why I don't get why chicks like uh, uh, pull out their keys as they're going home at night. You know what I mean? Like yeah, what, what, what I, all kinds of things like that. I mean, yeah. just think about the fact that when we wake up in the morning and mm -hmm. we're getting ready, mm -hmm. we could just throw on a shirt and a pair of pants and shoes mm -hmm. and walk out the door. Now, mm -hmm. that's not to say that women can't. But yes. Women are questioned. Yes. Why by society? Like, why aren't you wearing makeup? How come mm -hmm. your hair's not done? Blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. you know, I, have to, I have to say kind of on that note, like within the last year or so, I did not know what the fuck dry shampoo was. Oh, I've never heard of that in my oh, life. Oh, really? Okay. Oh. So apparently it's almost like a, I'm sure that any of our female listeners are going to want to chime in on this one if I'm off pace, but it's basically like, almost like a, a talcum powder type thing, but it's not like mm. as you don't see it when you put it in and it's right. like shampoo for your hair. It keeps your hair clean, but it's dry. So you don't get your hair all wet and stuff. I, it's a, I didn't know, even know this was a thing. I, that's, that's that, again. So that's what I'm physics. talking about is that women have this whole other world that we have mm -hmm. no idea about. Now, granted, we have a whole world as men that they don't know about. Just like right. as a white guy, I have this whole world that you don't know about and right. vice versa. Versa. But mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that's what we're trying to do here is learn right. some of those things. Well, I, I am I allowed to um, should I make you right now? Should I um, blow your cover or maybe I should keep that a secret? What what, what are we talking about? Um, I have a lot of things I'm trying to keep yeah, private. Yeah. I don't know. Go let me, to let me say it really quietly. List. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. Liberals are a Yes. Should yes. I keep that quiet? Nah, whatever. Fuck that. I'm okay. yes. Otto calls me liberal Serpico. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what Serpico is, Serpico, he was a, a cop in, I believe, 1970s New York in the uh, NYPD. Mm -hmm. And he became part of internal affairs and took down all of this corruption within the police department. And he basically just played mm -hmm. the game, got behind enemy lines, and uh, 
you know, got his way in with all these crooked cops and then took them all down. Otto always jokes that I am liberal Serpico because I always seem to live. And I got the best intel from you about what was going down and you live in the meetings. Yeah, you live in a blue bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every black person meeting, I'd be like, okay. Um, and and all the black people that I've been dealing with and giving your intel to, they don't know who you are. They don't know your um, identity. But now that you're now that you're safe, now that you now that you're, I think you're kind of retired right now. I, think that we can, <laughs> I could still go in at a moment's notice. I think That's so. The thing. I have a I have a very clean cut conservative look when I yeah. want to have it. You know, I'm a I'm a average looking acting white dude when you talk to me you realize i'm not i could just put on a polo a pair of khakis and part my hair and dude i'm at a trump rally yep. you know like it's uh and again not to make it political but i mean let's be honest it's not like there's a lot of uh, people of color hanging out at those things yeah deep cover chris i love it but i thank you for your service sir thank you for your service. <laughs> you're quite welcome now that my cover's blown i gotta come up with a new uh moniker <laughs> it's fine valerie plame survived it so can i yeah, we might have to like bleep it every time we mention it. Yes, we'll do that. Yes, we'll do. We can do that. Yes, absolutely. We'll just bleep the name. Yeah. Um. So they won't know the code name. Yep. Okay. So now dovetailing into what's been going on, the coronavirus, just sort of quarantine and all of that stuff. I know that we're handling it in different ways, just things that are coming up. One of the things that's been driving you crazy is you have people in your neighborhood that are just having straight up like barbecues oh, out in the backyard. Yeah. While this is all going on, you contacted me the other day about, well, we might as just say like, w- yeah. we talked last time about Ed fucking Harris and we're going to come back to Harris. that in a minute. Cause we got, <laughs> we got some feedback on that, that we need to blow up somebody's spot. Oh yeah. We both love Prince and I mean, love Prince. Yes. And I will step aside and let you tell your story now that you contacted me about. So like Chris said, we're in the middle, uh, you know, I'm quarantined like everybody should be. And my window is open so I can get some air. And there's a little backyard barbecue happening next door um, with people who one person was wearing a mask and the rest weren't. And they were just kind of chatting in their backyard. I don't know what was going on with that. But you know what? I don't want to shame you too much until... These motherfuckers started talking smack about Prince really loudly, <laughs> really loudly. And like really like, um, you know, not to blow up this woman's spot, but she had one of those like squeaky, squeaky, squeaky voices. So I couldn't help hearing what she said. And she was like, and, and this is what I didn't tell you. She goes, you know what? I don't know that Prince is just like, I guess he was just an entertainer to me. And I'm like, just an entertainer. And it was, she just kept talking smack. Like, she was talking about Prince as if he was like some busker on a corner, no offense to buskers, on a corner that she saw once that was like mildly entertaining. Like the guy who like has the drum and he's playing the guitar at the same time with like a banjo and like is like, you know, tapping his foot and like making all those songs. Like, that's cool. And that's how she was talking about him. So... I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that one of her favorite artists is probably Pink. I would I would say so. Yeah, something like that or something really banal. Sorry, Pink. Yeah. So <laughs> so to get all of that negative energy out of my immediate area, um, since I, I am unmarried and unchilded, I spent a lot of money on a stereo system. Son's child. Um, I spent a, mo- a lot of money on a stereo system. And so I just put on Purple Rain with the windows open, cranked it up, didn't even look to see what the response was, just played the entire album. That's so at good. And so good. <laughs> Prince, <laughs> fuck them, Prince. fuck the non-believers. <laughs> yeah, you you gotta be good. Prince, Prince make offense. Listen, Prince, you Prince may not be your thing, but you know what? Acknowledge, acknowledge. Yeah. I like, like I. There's just, bands that I am just not into. Like I I couldn't give two fucks about the music of Nirvana, but I get oh. the impact they had on music. Yo, but that that's ain't my some thing. white shit right there. Like that is like me saying. I'm, I don't dig James Brown. Oh yeah, no, I get it, dude. We went. I went off on the Beastie Boys last week. Uh, yeah, I, you did. Nirvana ain't my shit. Never has been. Wow. When when he died, I just remember my friends. It was like they were throwing themselves off rooftops. Not literally. Wow. They just. Oh my god, it was biblical the response. And I yeah. just did. I was like, yeah. all right, sorry, the guy's dead. Like, didn't yeah. really hit me 
at all. Ah, yeah, I know, right? Big revelation. Big revelation. Wow. Yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that everybody's mind is blown, let me go back to Prince for a minute here. First of all, I love that you did that to those people. Mm-hmm. Second of all, did you see that there was a Prince Grammy tribute that, that they recorded it months ago, but it just aired like the beginning of last week, I believe. Did you, you happen to catch some that? of it? You okay. showed me some of it and I, yeah, go ahead. So basically it was just, they got a bunch of performers to come on and do his music. I want to say it was like almost a two hour show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, they had everybody on from like, um, like Common came out and it was weird. Like Common came out and did a rap during Sign of the Times and had nothing to yeah. do with anything. It was just some shit he made up. I okay. like Common, but. Let me, let me blow your mind for a second. I don't dig Common. No, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of his music, but yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I like him well enough. Like when I've seen him in, you know. But- but TV Chris, shows and like, Chris, Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm black. I'm, I don't hate Common. Is this supposed to be black. a thing that you're supposed to, as a black person, you're supposed to like Common? Or yeah, it... dude. This okay. is like you not liking fucking Nirvana. Like me, like, okay, I don't I don't think I go. But again, like my response to Common is the same as your response to Nirvana. Just a collective and, shrug, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, cool. Like, And the, and the, the, and the cat is hot. Like, I'm like, yeah, but like, I just... I don't know. And I feel bad about saying this. I feel like, oh, boy, I'm going to I'm going to get some demerits at the next meeting. So, (laughs) well, I do think that um, I think he's one of those guys that white people are okay with (laughs) because he's more well-spoken than your average rapper. At least he comes across that way. And just, you know, like he does, you know, like he's doing commercials for fucking like IBM and stuff like that or whatever the fuck it is. Like, there's no way you're seeing Ice Cube doing that. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course, I'm picking somebody from way back because yeah, I don't yeah. know. Because you're old. I'm old, but also, like, yeah. I don't know these rappers today. My friend's kid used to love them, and I'd, I'd listen to them while I was driving around with them. I mean, I just, I, I don't fucking get it. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess it's you just hit this point where you don't understand. Like, Kendrick Lamar, awesome. But yeah, then yeah. you got some guy like Lil Uzi Vert. Something. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? It's just like you just took a bunch of names or words and put them together. And then there's that guy, Lil Nas X, Dre, blah, 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 that oh. did that old country road song. Yeah. And yeah. God damn, you want to talk about a rap song that white people love? Holy yeah, shit. I guarantee awesome. Karen's around the country. <laughs> like you ask him a rap song and they're going to know that one. And um, it's not even fucking rap. It's just fucking country with a black guy on it. <laughs> big fan of country so prince tribute i mean so it's got like common like the foo fighters performed they did darling nikki mm-hmm. uh surprisingly like saint vincent uh mm. i forget what song she did but she was really good yeah, um and then her i had not heard of her before h period e period r period i think i've seen Arby, that yeah. and she did the beautiful ones oh mm-hmm. my god it's fucking great there was some really you know it's always like that with a tribute show you get some really inspired performances you get some that you're like i they just got somebody to come and perform. And then you get people that are just going big and they suck. That said, the thing that always stands out to me at these things is they do the audience, the pans of the audience. White women dancing is so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> it's, oh God, I love you women, but it's just so, like the at least the white guys aren't even fucking trying because they know they've got like no chance of looking like they've got any sense of rhythm or anything and it's so stereotypical but it's just it's one of those stereotypes that just fucking holds up like white girls like clapping and like sort of swaying back and forth with some Uh, beat that doesn't exist like (laughs) it's just fucking worse and there had to be at least a hundred of those things throughout the show just like that you know somebody's up on stage playing guitar and then they cut to the audience and yeah yeah. oh Oh, my god God. look at that but that's what i always think about when you say things like that i will give props to one white lady wendy melvoin one of the most unsung i think um musicians especially from that era um growing up in minnesota or or at least when they were all playing in minnesota and she's a guitarist she's a vocalist she's all kinds of things but um and if you know the song where uh, oh geez i'm i'm i am now losing the name of the song because i'm old but you know computer wendy. blue nikki yes. darling nikki which one how does it start wendy oh yes yeah. wendy yes lisa yes that song yeah. what is what is it? is that computer blue it is computer blue which yes, yes. is one of the most underrated print songs like the That's guitar on that is 
Fantastic. Song is freaking dope. But Wendy came out and shredded Purple Rain, and it was freaking awesome. And so, yeah, she had like, oh, I I worship that woman. But anyway, I cut you off. Sorry. Oh, dude, that's what we do on the show. And honestly, I have no fucking idea where I was going with that other than being embarrassed about white women dancing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was pretty much the whole gist of what I was saying. Chris Um, is white, everybody. He gets to say that. Right. I know. I can use the K word. Yeah. <laughs> oh my dear God. Um, yes. So, which sounds like a good segue in some white people problems. As we've been in the midst of this quarantine, I've been doing a lot of deliveries for my grocery shopping as opposed to going out to the store. Right. <laughs> I just had this sense of right, righteous indignation about a week or so ago. Get mm-hmm. my groceries and I ordered a pineapple because they were like on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I don't get pineapple often. Sure, I'll order one for like two bucks. Right. And it shows up. It was totally like not ripe. Oh no. And I was so pissed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there like, are you fucking kidding me? I can't believe they, they sent me an unripe. I mean, it was green. It was hard. It was like, there was no shot that this thing was yeah. ever going to ripen up in time to yeah. eat uh, before it went bad. I'm almost having a tantrum. And then I had to step back and go, okay. There's a fucking worldwide pandemic going on. People that like aren't even going to have anything to eat tonight. And you're pissed about this. Right. Dear sweet God. Right. And this, and then shortly after, I'm looking for the actual te- text of a friend of mine. Oh, here we go. She said, we just, my husband and I just ate dinner to the greatest hits of Parliament Funkadelic while wearing sunglasses and eating farro kale salad. She goes, you're <laughs> welcome. That's the whitest thing that ever happened. <laughs> That's white people intel, that guys. Is That's what, the kind of quality intel I get from... Liberal Serpico. <laughs> yes, that is. That's some. These are, as you've put it many times before. The only reason you guys are in charge is because you got to the gunpowder first. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't argue. When I look at shit like this, I'm like, we're we're crying about pineapples, and, uh, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> people are out there dying over way more important things. That said, <laughs> I, I just want to add to that because this is my current predicament but like i i I look out my window in brooklyn right and i live 10 a 10 minute walk from the brooklyn hospital as you know brooklyn is or new york is like the epicenter right now yeah very hard hit the world like people it's like four or five hundred people dying a day and finally we're getting you know we're flattening the curve and all that stuff and when i see people jogging or just sort of walking down the street with their cell phone out and just sort of like ambling down the street with no mask on it drives me crazy and and with the inability to sort of socially distance with the hospital right there you know and i guess what i'm trying to say is i when it was just in china wuhan right i i didn't think too much of it right but sure. then when it got over here just like anybody else so i'm not i'm not trying to say i'm perfect right but like it's right down the street like literally you could like on your jog you're gonna go right by the hospital that has people inside dying, right? <laughs> you can't be bothered to just stay in. It's just weird. But anyway, I don't want to go too dark. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just, I'll say it. Fuck yeah. those people. I know people, and it's on a, honestly like strained some friendship. Yeah. People that are just out and about and fucking having dinner parties and stuff. And they're like, oh yeah, but I'm not actually going out to stores. So I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'm sorry that this is an inconvenience that you have to stay inside for a bit. And yeah. that this isn't the way the world is. You know what? There's things, I wish I could go to the movies right now. I was I was dying to see Black Widow. Oh, right. not, not coming out. Yeah. Probably, we don't know when it's coming out. And I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. NFL. I love the NFL. The season may not happen this year. Baseball's canceled. Hockey's canceled. Basketball's canceled. Like, I'm sorry. This is a weird time. But you know what? Weird times call for unprecedented shit. And I'm just anticipating watching the news, waiting for the number of reported cases to blow up again. Because suddenly we're relaxing all these restrictions across the country because people are flipping the fuck out that they can't go out and get haircut and get massages and Mm -hmm. get their nails done. It's Mm -hmm. like, fuck you. This is... uh, That, to me, is just one of the clearest examples of white privilege. Ooh, Chris said it, Chris said yeah, it, Chris white, white fucking privilege. Fuck all you people that don't think that that doesn't exist because this is a clear cut example of it. There are people that are dying in the by, by the thousands every day 
all over yep. the world and you need to go get your fucking nails done and go to Cheesecake Factory. Yes, that's we should just have a I should just have a little bell for every time I say Cheesecake Factory in this episode. <laughs> I love it. And just have a running tally and we'll tell you at the end. It, it's embarrassing. That having been said, I get why quarantine's taking a toll on people. It's sure. hard being inside all by yourself all mm -hmm. the time. I'm somewhat used to it for from working at home and having moved around a lot and being in cities that I didn't know a lot of people. So I've been okay. Like I go out for walks with my dog. I've mentioned before, I've been going down in the rabbit hole on YouTube and I did that this week as well. I was watching synthwave music. I don't know if you know what that is. Not really. It, it, um, is that like EDM kind of stuff? No, it is not. Mm -hmm. It's best way I can describe it is you've stumbled onto some old eighties band. You missed their albums when you were younger mm. and it all sounds very, very much like 80s music. Oh, I can dig it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to send you some of the stuff. Are you like like Jan Hammer, Miami Vice? -y? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's a little bit like that, but... It's a current band now doing sort of throwback Oh, yeah, music. yeah, yeah. There's a whole genre okay. of this. Got it, got yeah. it, got it. I love the Miami Vice theme, by the way. I just want to... Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Still, yeah. still love it. Yeah, you have to check some of this out. I'm not going to say it's going to change your, your life, but it's, it's mm -hmm. fun. A lot of times they do these videos, and I'm not sure how they get away with it, but they splice in a lot of footage from old, like, 80s movies or shows and i came to one it's by this band called the midnight they spliced together all this footage from not something from back in the day something very recent it was footage from that movie la la land okay i never saw it but yes yeah i didn't see it either i heard good things about it, it seems like a movie that primarily appealed to white people as <laughs> because did, isn't that the one that warren Beatty read the wrong name at the oh yeah. Oscars? yeah yeah it was it was moonlight that won yeah. but he thought it was la la land and it was yeah. this really hilarious trip transition right where it was like all the all the white people on stage got <laughs> off and were replaced by all people of color it was yeah, yeah. yeah. it was actually kind of iconic moment i remember that <laughs> i watched that stuff but like when it came when you know it all blew up the next day and i was like holy shit man i felt bad for warren Beatty. jesus christ yeah it was warren Beatty and who it was i think Beatty it was faye dunaway faye dunaway that's who it was yeah because yeah. they were together in uh, bonnie and clyde years ago yes ago. yeah yeah so i'm watching this video listening to it it's just kind of on in the background but i start paying attention to it because all these clips from la la land and it looks like they're just kind of showing the progression of these two characters relationships through the the movie and i was like oh this looks pretty interesting the way that it ended i was like i wonder if that's how the movie ended i go and i look up ending scene and i watch uh -huh. it and the way that it ends was just so emotional and right. again this is where my quarantine head is at <laughs> i am i am not ashamed to say i was fucking sitting at my computer watching this bawling <laughs> having not seen having only seen the last scene of the movie it's, it's like it just encapsulates so much of what i'm guessing the rest of the movie was holy shit like i'm getting choked up a little thinking about it right now and this is not my type of movie this yeah, is yeah. not the type of thing you know i'm not terribly emotional cold-hearted cold-hearted bastard well on the surface i am but i'm a yeah, lovable yeah. teddy bear underneath don't let anybody know anyway <laughs> so yeah I, as i'm gathering myself going what is the matter with you Kai? get your shit together i realize oh my my God, this is getting to me being alone. Like, uh, yeah, you're the you're of the good twin, evil twin. Me being the good twin, you're the evil twin. You are the uh, you are the evil one, um, and uh, that's usually my department crying on things. You know what I mean? I can watch anything with anything that has to do with fathers. You know yeah, that's and you, um, cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Whatever. Oh yeah. I cannot listen to that song. Also, an insanely evil. white song. Love yeah, it. Oh, 100 percent. as soon as i hear the guitar in the beginning i'm just like oh i gotta leave because it like i it like i'm now i'm getting choked up just thinking of the song so that's one of them and uh you always make fun of me of crying at the olympics but like i'm just yes, like that's what i was gonna bring up is you cry at the olympics yeah like holy shit she just jumped over that thing and oh i was just talking working. about the opening ceremony yeah that too okay. man. <laughs> yeah holy shit that's the best in the world man it's the best thing ever Oh, my God. You must be broken up that they're not having them this year. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I, I know. I, you just have to come up with something else to cry about come summer. <laughs> yeah, it'll be easy. Trust oh, me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, the, the state of the world. I think that this is a good time to get a little bit of... Let's share a little bit of the reaction we got to our last episode in our our comments about the world's greatest fucking living actor and we're not talking Otto Asando we are talking about Ed fucking Harris. Harris yes sir yes and Otto got some direct feedback on this and I will I will um give the floor to Mr. Asando yeah so um 
you know, I, I'm one thing about these quarantines is that I'm sure just like you or anybody's listening, like you're on like 40 different threads and email threads and signal threads and whatever threads. And so mm-hmm. your phone's going off mm-hmm. all the time. And I've been making a practice of like letting my phone sit for a little while and not having the alerts go off or anything like that. But every once in a while, because we're in a pandemic, I want to make sure like, hey, my parents are OK. So just check to see if anybody's called. Right. And I happen to turn the phone over. And you know how like your phone like just displays part of the message in like the banner screen or whatever it's called, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So one of the alerts comes from a friend that I'm part of a thread. Um, his name is Evan. Evan, you done, oh, you done Evan, did it. You done did it. And the one thing that I see is Ed Harris, really. And I and and I and I know Evan. I've known him since freaking sixth grade, right? And so I know he's trying to take the piss out of Ed fucking Harris. Ed so fucking Harris, don't you dare. He goes on a whole rant he doesn't think that ed harris is the greatest living actor amongst the among the pantheon of great and i'm actually looking at the texts that you shared with me right now oh yes yes and hold on the whole the whole thing starts with this is from evan i know i'm gonna regret this but why ed harris and then from that point on it was just all caps on otto's side yeah (laughs) (laughs) i went in that's like that's like talking about my mom, man. Like oh, Ed yeah. fucking Harris. Like, again, we said this. We went over this last week, and I thought it was clear last week. Watch anything that Ed Harris is in, even if the movie itself is dirt. Yep. Watch Ed Harris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and and I think that the one that Evan brought up was um, National Treasure Book of Secrets. I bet that movie was ass. I guarantee I didn't see that movie, but I bet you if you fast forward to every fucking Ed Harris oh, scene, I watched him killing it. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking acting clinic. Oh, yeah. And especially if you can act your if you can act in dog shit like he can, that that is that is talent. That is like the superstars of the NBA who can like like remember when LeBron brought the fucking Cavaliers to the finals and it was just, and him. No, and it was just him. Yeah. That's yeah. Ed Harris. That, that is Ed, Ed Harris. Harris. You Ed. can watch that movie National whatever. What is it called? National, National Treasure. National, National Emergency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, that's our everyday that life right now. Yeah, I bet he's the only one that makes that movie even watchable. And, you know, all due respect to Nicolas Cage, but like Ed Harris is infallible. He is invincible. He is all knowing. He is all seeing. He is the quiz watch fucking Herod Haderach. He is Sith Lord Ed fucking Harris. He is the CEO. He is the chairman of the board. Nobody <laughs> can fucking question Ed Whitey in charge. Ed, don't do not besmirch the oh, name. Oh no, 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 Ed don't Harris. do it. And by the way, if anybody here that's listening to this knows Ed Harris, please get this to him so that he knows that he's got Ooh. at least a two-person fan club. Yeah. I'm sorry, disciples. Disciples. Hell yeah. Ed fucking Harris. Nah, you you do not. You do not blaspheme the name Ed Harris. I'm going to apologize for saying Ed Harris out loud on this podcast. That's how that's how dedicated. That's how much I freaking love. I'm not going to say his name. Oh, okay. Ed, I'll say it, Ed fucking Harris. And every Ed time I do Harris. it, I genuflect and, and, and make the sign of the cross. Yeah. And with <laughs> myself with one of those, what are, what are those like those people who like walk around beating themselves? That's what I'm. Oh, doing yeah. Right just now. self-flagellation. Yeah. Self-flagellating yeah. right now. Yeah. Ed fucking Harris. Wow. How dare you? And then, yeah, Otto just went in. I think you made fun of his, his love of uh, different types of foods. I mean, you just you it, went in, man. Yeah, it, it got ugly. Um, we had to take a step back for a while. Yeah, um, I, I don't think I've returned to that um, signal thread for a little while. Yeah, I don't while. know. I don't know if Evan and Otto are on speaking terms at the moment, but I know oh. they'll come around. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he even brought Prince into it, like because he knows how to get to oh, me. So he he was like, he? "Oh, it's not like Ed Harris is the prince of actors." I was like, "He fucking is. He is. Like what? What are you yeah. talking?" Yeah. Oh, my God. I know that people listening don't get our love of Ed Harris, but you know what? Too bad. You need to. That's your boss. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to be led through the valley of death or whatever it is. I know. Uh, And the only person that's going to be able to do that is Ed fucking Harris. Yeah. I think that I think that, you know, some people like much like Jesus, if you just touch his clothing, you're healed. Oh, yeah. And we should just yeah. send him out into the field for coronavirus. Just let him Hell go on a city yeah. to city tour, man. I don't know why they haven't started. I don't know why they haven't done that. <laughs> like, that's a brilliant idea. Oh, my God. I love that 
everything can be derailed by us talking about Ed fucking Harris. Ed fucking Harris. Ed fucking Harris. Damn. He's he's really the only thing that's making Westworld watchable for me right now with a, really? well, the acting in it's great across the board, but I have no fucking idea what's going on. Uh, and I love that shit. Mm, mm, um again, so jealous of Tessa being able to work with him. Uh, uh my friend, shout out Tessa Thompson, my good friend. Tessa is a rock star. Brilliant. And actor. I love that she has such a uh, following. Like people fucking oh, right. love her. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome. So on the subject of TV and mm-hmm. acting, mm-hmm. Uh, I recently gotten into the new Twilight Zone that Jordan Peele Yeah, I've does. heard lots of great stuff about that. Yeah, yeah, it's a I'll be I'll admit it's a mixed bag and the really cool thing about the presentation of it is that you can watch it the way that it's filmed, but they also offer the series the option of watching it in black and white. Oh, cool. Just so visually compelling in black and white. That that show um, the original version that that's the Ed Harris of television. I mean, not to go back to Ed Harris, but I'm I, sorry, who Ed fucking Harris. There sorry. you go. Sorry. <laughs> Long may he reign. Um, the twilight zone. This is what we're in 2020. Now the twilight zone is a movie, a, a movie, a television show that started in the fifties. It is still relevant. It is still, it's, you know, the, the, the stuff that is relevant from back then is still kind of there's there it's still kind of goofy because we have such a sort of modernized view of things but like that is still ahead of its time it's funny i just somebody posted and i remember this little house on the prairie remember when todd bridges was on little house on the prairie and he was oh, like jesus the, the black no kid. i don't remember that oh yeah well i've got a i've got to send you this well, um, clearly he was the only black person in- he was but that from a point and so he was uh what's her face's name uh, what's her face's friend um you know the famous Laura little girl in little house Laura Ingalls Ingalls friend and they they did a, a racism episode where he's in school and the teacher and he's the only black kid in school right and i'm not going to say that the word but he the teacher's like okay class name some good things about your life and blah 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 and so everybody goes around and names it and Laura is sitting right behind um Todd Bridges' character. And then she goes, okay, can somebody say something that they hate about life? And Todd Bridges looks up and he goes, I hate being a N-word. And they say it, right? Wow. And it's and it's it's deep. You go back and watch it, it's freaking deep. Like they they for the show, it's a 70s show. They pull no punches and still but it's still sort of goofy and sort of like clunky in places. But the Twilight Zone, to get back to that, is unshakably great writing and brilliant, brilliant stuff and simple. And and I guess I'm on this rant because it's it's black and white. It's it's basic film technology and it still rivals even like some of the best CGI crap that we put out now because oh, yeah. it's yeah. so well constructed. It's it, it, it still holds together. I can still, you know how they do the Twilight Zone ever at the end of the year and they yeah. do like a whole marathon. marathon. Yeah, they used I, to do it all the time on the New York City stations. Yeah, I I used to never miss that. that. That was the best. I mean, there was like 10, 12 seasons of it and I could just sit there and watch it all day and all night. Anyway, end rant. That's okay. I think they're all on Amazon or netflix and i've gone back and watched a bunch of them they're fucking brilliant so great there are some shows that just stand out in my mind that like i will never forget and Mm -hmm. one of them is that episode called to serve man yeah that is if you have not seen that fantastic just go watch it's a half hour it is such brilliant science fiction yeah Yeah. i mean it's a great story like a a fantastic like twilight zone type plot twist so so good I mean, yeah. it just blows away most of the stuff that you've ever seen on television, especially Battlestar Galactica. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I just, and you know what? You, you just you just brought that up, and I was just about to compliment you, but now I'm going to take it away. No, I'm the, kidding. Well, um, I bring it, it, I, what, <laughs> what it reminds me of is, you know, you're a, I, I'm a big Battlestar Galactica fan. You're a big Buffy fan. But... You're also a big Doctor Who fan, which I never really got into. I never really got into, but I didn't, you know, whatever. And I've got a lot of big Doctor Who friend fans, yeah, your friend, including Jen, you. Grand yeah. opening, that was so Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I took you guys to that thing or whatever. And uh, my friend Mac Rogers, a whole bunch of people who are just down. You know, you guys seem to have watched it since it was, you know, since the 50s. I don't know how you did it because you weren't born there. I but didn't it feels it like that you, far back, but yes. Right. 
But anyway, you introduced me or you showed me this episode called Blink mm-hmm. that is a recent, um, you know, Doctor Who thing. Within that the last sh- 10 years or so, yeah. yeah. It's But that show's been on for like 400,000 years. But anyway, that reminds me of – it is such great writing. It doesn't matter if you don't know what Doctor Who is or you've never seen Doctor Who or you don't care. You're not a sci-fi person. That is some of the best television writing I've ever seen. Yeah, Just, I remember so. your reaction to it when I showed you. It is phenomenal. Like, yeah. I wouldn't has whenever somebody says, like, oh, I've never seen Doctor Who. Should I watch it? I always say, watch this episode. Yeah. If you enjoy it enough to keep going and give it a shot, do it. Yeah. But at the yeah. very least, you're going to have watched one of the best hours of television you've ever seen. That was killer. But the reason I even joked about Battlestar Galactica as I was talking yeah. with... Okay, let me back up. I was talking with my friend and her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he and I always chat about you know stuff that we've watched on TV, sci-fi specifically. I think I said something about Buffy and he goes Josh Whedon of course I think he said Josh Whedon he goes Josh Whedon he goes yeah. that's the same guy that did Battlestar Galactica <laughs> I and I immediately thought that if Otto and I were sitting side by side it'd be like that old movie scanners where both of our heads would just explode <laughs> on the spot <laughs> uh, I, I just have to say I love Josh Whedon I'm just not a Buffy fan um, Firefly Holy shit. That shit is a freaking great television yeah, show. Yeah, it was great. It told it just it came in at a ba- it came in at a bad time on TV. Yeah. There was I think Joss had like four different projects. I'm talking about him like you were boys calling by yeah. his first name. <laughs> we're doing like I think he had like four different gigs going at that point that yeah. he was producing on and that one just kind of fell by the wayside and just didn't get the attention it deserved. But yeah, that was uh that was a that great was show. Dope series, man. Man. So good. I've got a question. We've got sure. to ask a white guy, ask a black guy question, and I have a feeling this will segue into a bunch of stuff. We've got a bunch of new listeners, and thank you guys so much. I appreciate the love. And, you know, please get in touch with us if you got a question to ask us or you just want to tell us that we suck or we're great. We're listening. This week's Ask a Black Guy, Ask a White Guy question is, what is the obsession with mayonnaise and ranch dressing when it comes to white people. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Now, I'm going to ruin this for a second. No. I, I do like mayonnaise. I do like mayonnaise. All right, end of, end of the podcast. Just shut yeah. it down. Shut Sorry. it down. Dex, shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate it on a sandwich. I will say that. And I and I, and I I have been known to eat egg salad, which I'm, I imagine is made with mayonnaise at some point, I oh, think. It is. Um, the, the ranch dressing stuff, I don't get. I don't get. I, and I guess, I guess this is how it was posed. The obsession, right? Like, I'm not obsessed with mayonnaise. I'm not obsessed with it. I do appreciate it. You know, I'm like, yeah, mayonnaise. Uh, yeah, I can do that, right? Uh, and, and of course, like in hipster bourgeois places they just mm. add some shit to it and call it aioli aioli yeah which sounds aioli. so much nicer than yeah, yeah. mayonnaise and okay so almonds. let me step down off the white people soapbox for a minute sure. and rescind my white card temporarily <laughs> while i say i fucking hate both of those things <laughs> i fucking hate them my white brethren love that shit when i live down south specifically those fucking people put mayonnaise on everything and to speak to what you said about the the uh egg salad i'm sorry the second this is so fucking obese america bullshit like that you put mayonnaise in something mix it up and call it salad (laughs) fucking salad it's a bowl of shit with mayonnaise in it oh you want to call mayo eggs or egg mash or some shit like that but that shit is not mayonnaise but mayonnaise it, is also or I'm egg. sorry is not Ooh. a salad. Mayonnaise is also eggs, right? Like you it's, like it's I mixed. think it's egg whites, oil yeah. and some other shit that So that's when my you point. You're mix taking it together eggs it turns into hell. Mixing it with you're mixing eggs and then putting eggs in it, right? So it's just it's just a bunch of eggs with oil in it, right? That's yeah. what mayonnaise is. Yeah. And then egg salad is just you you exponentiate that and make it more eggy. Oh, it's so gross. And 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 I've got friends that I'm sure are listening and people that are listening, not friends, uh, not that we couldn't be. Uh, we probably couldn't be. But they're down. <laughs> can you tell I lack caffeine earlier? Yeah. Um, when I was down south, like I said, they are it's just on everything. Like I would have to ask, please don't put mayonnaise on it. It would always come out with mayonnaise on it. It's just so repulsive to me. I don't know. 
there's just nothing appealing about it to me. I'm, I'm sure that there are people that I know that there are people that love it and they will stick up for it. It just, mm-hmm. uh, I had, um, I had an ex that always would ask for a side of mayonnaise. And okay. I was, so that, so- that part I, that part I don't get, right? Like to me, it's, 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 it's just a sort of like a textural thing that you add to a sandwich. You know, it's not the most important thing of the sandwich, number one. Or wherever you're going with it. So when you're ordering a side of mayonnaise, then then now you're in some other world that I don't get, right? Number two, like I'm just going to fold in ranch dressing. Here's what us black people think about that um, and why I know there's a ton. I know many black people who cannot stand mayonnaise. And here's what people of color think about why people cook it, right? You guys don't put much seasoning in anything, right? I've never, most of my white friends can't stand spicy things. Some of my white friends can't like, they they don't like Indian food and all that stuff. And like people of color, it's like, if it's tasteless, why am I eating it? Do you know what I mean? And so like we always make fun of people and that's just really funny. Uh, Anyway, that's that's a different thing. Um, (laughs) Do you use uh, the K word a lot? Yeah, but it's I, there's something about the the stereotype is that white people don't like things that taste not 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 taste good, just taste like there's something about taste that you guys don't like, like spices, like something happening on your tongue. You know what I mean? Even like your fried right. chicken, it's like there's no spices on it. Like, why'd you do? Why? Why'd you bother? Right. It, there's, it doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. Dep- I mean, uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that I'm. Because when I cook for myself, I'm going to be honest, I cook really basic. Like, I don't, this is going to be horrifying to some people, but I just, I don't even, I don't even put spices on shit. Like, I, See, I that's bizarre. like, I'll, I'll grill myself chicken and I'll mm-hmm. have like, you know, some vegetables with it or like put together a salad and yeah. I'm good. I mean, but here's the thing, me, mm-hmm. other than Italian stuff, because I grew up Italian. Right. I still am Italian, but I grew up in an Italian house. I am a snob about Italian food. Like, right. don't even get me fucking started with it. Yeah. That, I want that to be rich, flavorful, blah, 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 blah. But to me, that's like a whole process of making that. As right. far as like my day-to-day stuff, honestly, I eat to, to just subsist. It's it, it's not that I'm eating crap. I just don't, I don't like putting the effort into making something nice. If other people are around, 100%, because I want everybody to enjoy it. But for myself, right. it's like piece of meat, some vegetables, I'm good. Is that something that's common amongst you, you people? What do you mean, you people? Right. Like, you know, when they say like, oh, meat and potatoes, right? Like, I can't think of anything more boring because when I think of meat and potatoes, I think of like those TV dinners, you know, those Swanson's TV dinners that are tasteless, that that have no spices on. So like you have to pull a whole bunch of Tabasco sauce on it. And it's it's just bizarre to me. And and I'm going to bring up a funny thing that you said to me couple of days ago. It's just bizarre to me that you're not saying you don't like spices. And for the record, Italians are pretty much the black people of Europe anyway. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That's why I love Italian food. You you brought up this one thing where you're like, oh, I got this <laughs> chocolate chip cookie. And, you know, I love when they oh, put like, yes. salt on the top, top of the chocolate chip cookie. That's like the best thing. And I love chocolate chip cookies. And when they lightly salt it with like the, what is it? Like the kosher salt or whatever. Oh. <laughs> and I'm talking to Seacott and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm eating cookies. Um, oh fuck. And I'm like, what? And he's like, ah, hold on. And like, I hear him on the phone, like this wipe, like this sound. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just wiping off the fucking salt. I hate when people put salt on the cookie. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I think oh, you yeah. had a basket of cookies and you, you, you did, you like, before you even put them away, you wiped all of them. I did, off. and let me just say, if uh, there's a very, very dear friend of mine, uh, this couple that sent me those cookies yeah. while I was sick. Thank you, they were delicious. Oops. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I took the salt off of them before I did. <laughs> yeah, the cookies themselves were amazing, but I am not yeah. a sweet and salty guy. Put the sweet <laughs> over here, put the salty over there. End of story. <laughs> Let's move on. Yes, um, yes. Not a fan. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, maybe that means I don't have a sophisticated palate, but you know what? Fuck it. Uh, as I said, food is not my reason for a living. Right. That's not to say shit. Like, I don't eat fast food. Mm-hmm. Although I do, had this conversation. We're good, all right? over the place. But speaking of Southern, yeah. I had never had Chick-fil-A in my entire life. Yep. Living in New York, just up north, they don't have them. Maybe yep. they do now. I don't think so, but maybe so, they're yeah. primarily through the South and there's a few, yeah. there's a few that make their way out West as well. As we know, they are run by a very religious family mm-hmm. and they're not open on Sundays and they had a lot of uh, bad press for 
discrimination against gay and lesbian groups. When I first moved to Florida, this was all still going on. And I thought, well, you know what? I've never had Chick-fil-A. I'm like, one sandwich is not going to tip the scales. I just got to see what this hubbub is about. Right. And I walked in feeling super guilty. Mm -hmm. And every single person in that place when I went in, they were Mm -hmm. all college-age students And it was all gay and lesbian couples. (laughs) And I was like, well, if you guys didn't get the fucking memo, I'm not feeling that bad about this right now because I I just I stopped being worried about it. I don't need it all the time. I think, you know, I had it from time to time when I was down there. But like all the guilt went out the window. I'm right. like, if, if, if people aren't going to draw the line but and was you're the good? ones being impacted, I, 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 I'm sorry, I can't do this for you. Not for these tasty chicken sandwiches. But were they good? I don't know if you could hear I me. think they were good. Oh, okay. I mean, as far as fast food, you know, fast food goes, it's pretty good. It's pretty okay. good. I'm not going to lie. I mean, maybe yeah. I lose my, uh, maybe I lose my progressive card on that, but I fucking like me some Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches from time to time. Not they rushing have, out like, for Bible verses in their wrappers or something like that. You know, I I've read that. They you know where they do that is in an out burger. Oh, okay. Like they're maybe. hidden somewhere yeah. on the packaging because they're run by um I believe they have a very Christian family running it. Or maybe it's Mormon. I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, they have hidden Bible yeah. verses. In and out burger is another guilty pleasure that I get from time to time. Yeah, man. They and they don't give a fuck. They're just like, Yeah, we're open till one AM Every goddamn day of the week. Both of those places, though, the people, the kids that are there working on a day to day basis mm-hmm. and the managers, they're shockingly polite. It's like 1950s America. It's oh, right. really. F- have you been in either one of those places? No, I don't think so. I know. Like when you go, uh, when you go into Chick-fil-A and you order the person at the counter goes and it's always like some 14 year old pimply face kid. And they yeah. go, how may I serve you? I'm like. Serve me, like, just say, what do you want? Yeah. How may you serve me? Yeah. We're not at the fucking Four Seasons. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm here for a fried chicken sandwich that costs $3. Like, that, sounds, that sounds very, no, I no think, need to I be so that Maybe the religious part, maybe that's what it they're doing. It might but, be, but I mean, yeah. they're so nice. And I'll tell you, they're so efficient too. Yeah, yeah. So efficient. Like when there's a line for the drive-thru, they literally mm-hmm. come out to like the midpoint of the line right. with a tablet and start tallying up your order before you even get to the drive-thru I have had in and out burger like years ago when i was in la yeah yeah i think so yeah yeah but now let me circle back to ranch dressing oh right <laughs> let me get back to that that is just the blandest of the fucking bland i don't get the fact that it's moved on from dressing on a salad they put it on their fucking pizza yeah i don't get that oh my god like I, and first of all pizza outside of new york on the whole is garbage there's certainly places uh, that do really good pizza but they're few and far between yeah and i never really knew how good I had it pizza wise and bagel wise until I until like I went out anywhere on the else on the planet and searched for like a good pizza. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it's work. it's one of those things where, you know, when I moved out to Southern California years ago, mm. I just assumed pizza was good. You know, I always used to joke that like pizza was like sex is like even bad pizza is yeah. good. how wrong I was. Yeah, It was basically like I had been with my soulmate, love of my life, my whole yeah. life and didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And then I went out and started dating other people mm-hmm. and realized that, oh, shit, I'm never going to find what I had before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the way it is with pizza and bagels. Again, not to say that you can't get those things good elsewhere, but sure. on the whole, you can't just walk into some little hole in the wall place and get a, yeah. like a great piece of pizza any yeah. time of the day. Oh, no. That's a New York thing. Yeah. Um, Montreal has great bagels. I will say that. Yes, I have heard bagels. that. I have heard yeah. that Montreal does yes. bagels as well. And I'm so let's go back to the ranch dressing. That's oh, ranch dressing. disgusting. If the more shit you put on pizza, the yeah. less good the pizza is. If you get a pizza that's just a cheese pizza, or as we call them, plain, yep. um, just get a regular regular slice yep. or maybe some pepperoni on it, you're golden. That's yep. it. That's all you need. Yep. Yep. You go out to these other places and it's like there's a chain out in California called California pizza kitchen. Oh yeah. And they put fucking barbecue chicken on it and like (laughs) hamburger and fuck it. Just, you name it. Like the more you put on a pizza, the less good the actual pizza is. You're trying to cover up the taste. End of story. It's like lipstick on a pig. Disgusting. The other one that drives me absolutely fucking bonkers. When you go out to places and get like, for example, wings, which also suck outside of New York for the most part. Let's say you go to B-dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, 
Jesus. It's awful. Be- I, I've never it's set so foot in one of those places, or or I, I'm like, what is happening in there? Do you know what I mean? It, I went to places like that in Florida because there's no other places to go where I live. Right. I went reluctantly with some friends from time to time. I never got the wings because it's like, why bother? It's like, I know they're not going to be what good. else? I tasted other people. Wings. Oh, they do like, you know, burgers and sandwiches <laughs> and just sort of bar food. I mean, the, okay. the only the, the only real good thing that they've got going on that I enjoyed was that every square inch of the place is like screens for sports events. Oh, so I would go there to watch football with friends from time. This to looks time. like a Guy Fieri, like sort of bizarro world. Like I think of Guy Fieri every time I see a Buffalo Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> There's it's, no it's, reason to walk in there. It's, I, yeah, I, I can't argue with you. Anyway, my point in bringing up the wings thing is that, so New York, you get a plate of wings. What comes with it? Oh, the the the, the ranch dressing stuff, or not the ranch dressing, the um, blue cheese. The blue cheese. That's a, with yeah, sorry. either carrots or celery or both. Yeah. Sorry, blue cheese. That's yeah. okay. You go to like B. Oh, get the fuck out of here! They they use the ranch dressing. Uh huh. And they say, do you want ranch or blue cheese? And if you don't specify, they will just bring you ranch. Oh, that is just shit. fucking cardinal sin, man. Like, what oh, the fuck? Man. And people don't care. People love it. I'm like, yeah. are you insane? And you have to ask specifically for carrots. And when they give them to you, you get like two. <laughs> but the, but that's not the main point. The ranch yeah. dressing is just that is oh, a cardinal oh. fucking sin, dude. You yeah. do not put. I'm sorry. You just don't. I'm like oh, really fired dude. up about this. But anyway, so in conclusion, oh. white yeah. people love mayo. White people love ranch. I think that it's because, as you said, there's very little flavor to it. And God help yep. us if there's any spice in anything. Frankly, I just think that you guys have very bad taste. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's so gross. I don't get either of those things. It is a bizarre thing. The the, the, the tasteless food is bizarre. And, and, I, and I'm, I, I, I don't get it. When you have a choice between blue cheese and ranch that you would ever pick ranch over blue cheese makes no sense. I know, ranch- especially since we love fatty yeah. shit. Yeah, it's like why and you're already eating wings. Right. Barbecue sauce on it or whatever. Right. Wing I, sauce on I, it. I don't I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. I could go on about this for fucking the yeah. longest time. I remember being at a one last thing. I remember being at a dinner party in Florida. It was just all white people and there was like one one black woman there. They were doing something and somebody's like, "Do you have any mayonnaise?" <laughs> and I don't even know what the fuck we were eating. And I just go what the fuck is it with white people down here and mayonnaise? And everybody just sort of is like, <gasps> I feel like I get myself into trouble sometimes saying stuff like that because at times I feel like I'm like, it's try, me trying to identify with my black friends or black people right. around me. And it's not, I just truly am questioning how I'm part of this group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Again, could go on about this forever, but I'm going to, Shift our gears into um, what's on your mind. What have you learned? Yeah, I guess I'm going back. You know me. I'm the boring one out of this. But um, all those videos I've been editing and learning. Um, I've been learning or uh, stepping up my Final Cut Pro game. But also there's a there's a program called Motion 5. And it's okay. basically if you want to make um, sort of graphics or a little animation for whatever you're doing. And what I love is that uh, the, these projects that I've been sort of taking on myself is that there's nothing like needing to do something and then having to figure it out because that's how you want to make the moment work. I've opened up motion before. I mean, I've had it on my computer for years and just been intimidated because I'm like, what? why did I get this? Well, I know that if I want to edit stuff, I should know it. But like I never had any reason to open it until literally three days ago and I was like I gotta learn this because I want to put this cool little gadget in this thing and I freaking learned it like I, I I'm not a pro I'm not gonna like start editing Disney movies or anything sure, like sure. that but like I figured it out and it was like a revelation I was like that's oh, awesome crap. yeah so anyway that's that's my thing I learned um the basics of motion five that's awesome and yeah. let's just consider that a plug and if anybody from motion five is listening get us free samples of your software yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that your stuff is always so um practical but yet cerebral and mm-hmm. mine's always like I don't know just random shit that I found so Right. When I wasn't busy crying to the end of La La Land, 
<laughs> um, I was doing some writing for another project I'm working on and stumbled across some stuff about Harry Houdini. Right. And we all know he was like the world's greatest magician, just a all-around showman. And of course, he died tragically from one of his tricks. Did you also know that he was a rabid skeptic of the paranormal? He went out of his way to basically discredit anybody that was like into ghost hunting that was into oh, seances man. into spiritualism which was huge in the early 1900s that spiritualism. is my alley awesome i never knew that yeah and like to the point where he would go to seances in right. disguise just so he could because he knew all the sleight of hand and stuff from being a magician yeah. just so he yeah. could call out people's bullshit Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and this is one of the coolest things to me is before he died, he mm -hmm. and his wife came up with, because she knew that like his take on it and she was on board, and he told her a phrase that only the two of them knew. Right. And he said, if I am able to contact you from the afterlife, this is going to be the code so you know it's me. <laughs> she never really? got anything from him. She held seances. I think they were doing seances like, just to like prove that or disprove yep. it, depending yep. on how you're looking at it. Um, yep. Like on his, the anniversary of his death every year for a few years and yep. it never once came up. But yeah, man, he was all about just blowing up people's spots on that. Oh, it, it reminds me of, uh, I can wrap it up with this one, but like it, that, that sort of desire to sort of like uh poke fun and like expose like charlatans um i'm trying to look it up now but there's this martial art uh, a mixed martial art guy from um china who's probably in his 40s he's a little out of uh, shape but he's like a he's like a true mma guy right mm -hmm. and he's made it his mission throughout china to debunk all of these fake kung fu and chinese style uh you know martial artists oh really and, there's there's a ton of videos of him challenging like the wushu martial art guy. You know, have you ever seen those videos like where the guy just touches uh, a bunch of guys and they go flying? Yes. 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 So he challenges them to actual fights. And and what I'm amazed at is that these guys show up to fight and they try their sort of goofy style and he beats the living <laughs> shit out of all of them and you there's know, a crowd sometimes it's, so it's in a boxing ring sometimes it's in a hotel and there's a crowd of people around and you know the martial art guy and i'm always like when you see the martial art quote master uh -huh. he's always like some schlubby guy or somebody who you're like there is no way like this guy is an actual danger Right. Because the 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 debunker, he's not jacked, but you can tell that this guy can fight. Like right, if this right. guy walked up to you and threatened you, you'd be like, I'm in trouble just by the way he's moving. He's a mixed martial art dude. Right. But he like he's merciless. And what and, and I guess that's why I'm connecting it back to Harry Houdini. He's he's made it his mission to find and challenge them and and to get them on tape and then distribute it all over the place. He is awesome. Yeah. I can't find his name, but um, I, I bet you Josh knows. I bet you your friend Josh. Yeah, yeah, my tell you Josh in a heartbeat. Definitely yeah. knows. Definitely. Um, knows. um but yeah, I I'm actually surprised that and maybe it is out there. I'm surprised that a movie hasn't been made about Harry Houdini this yeah. aspect of his life. Yeah. I mean, it seems awesome. like it could be an awesome story. I love shit like that. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like, you know, finding out that, I don't know, um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that's like super, like you find out that like LeBron James has this whole side thing going on where he's yeah. like trying to find UFOs or, or something right. like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's just, it's as famous as that guy was and as much time as he devoted to his craft yeah. that he still had time to go do this. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, learned that. So I don't know why I had to say yeah so many times. Yeah. 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 Could I sound any more white? Yeah. Like totally, Becky. Cool. Go, go get you some ranch dressing or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to go get some like ranch dressing, but I want my own. Uh, I want my own so that we, when we go to Cheesecake Factory later, because um, the other stuff gives me heartburn. It's like the worst. And that's the other thing you got to do as a white girl is a, like a stereotypical, like a vocal fry. And you have to yeah. say like a lot. So like, I don't know. I'm gonna that's go to, Chris. Chris is white. Chris is white. 
Yeah. I, last episode, we Otto brought up about 10 times that he was a big black man. So this time we'll do a running <laughs> tally on how many times Chris said he was a white guy. There you go. Um, just, we, we do it so that you can stay clear because I know we're really, our voices are hard to distinguish. Yep. And uh, we like to keep people, you know, roped into like what we're talking about. So, you know, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Once again, lovely chatting with you and uh, telling people the random shit that is on our mind. And I hope that you guys enjoy this. Um, Again, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at what the fuck is our email address? It's, <laughs> hold on one second. Let me go get it. Let me go get it. Hang oh, on. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Hang on. You can reach us at unrelatedtheshow at gmail.com. And if you're wondering why it's unrelatedtheshow at gmail.com, there are so. I, I was amazed when I tried to get the um, email address. How many right. variations of unrelated anything we're taking? Yeah. So again, unrelated the show at gmail.com, all one word. And um, thanks for listening. Yeah, shoot us a um, shoot us some messages. Tell us you love us, hate us, ask questions. Um, and in the meantime, don't be dicks to each other. I think that's going to be my catchphrase. There you go. Because I say it every week. Don't mm -hmm. be dicks to each other and stay the fuck away from each other. Okay, Larry David. No, I, I, I mean that all the time, not just, not just during this crisis. No, during the crisis. Stay the fuck away from each other, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got nothing else. All right. Goodbye, GT. <laughs> Later. <laughs>